0: what's going on y'all this is mike brown of the art of letting go and we are in the final days of merch madness four days left the final four um use the code madness all capital letters at the website just mike or the letting uh a lot of this merch won't be available after this we'll still have a couple of pieces up but we're bringing in all new stuff so be on the lookout for that but 30 percent off for the last four days of the month check it out yo what up this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go today i have a special guest in the building um a really special guest because we've traveled together and um Mm -hmm. that's uh for me that's a little more intimate than just like just hanging out with people locally and to be able to travel well with people is different
1: so true i went out
0: the country like it ain't like we We went went to san diego or (laughs) we went out the country and um that was just a a magical experience for me and and really transformative um would you mind
2: introducing yourself to the people hello people my name is Angie and I know you sent me like what's your bio or something I'm like what do I say (laughs) I think I still need to practice how to introduce myself but um pronouns sure uh she a uh, her I am a social worker by day creative artist new to podcasting um witchy spiritual person all day um yeah and i'm excited to be here i feel like you've been such a big inspiration for me mike i appreciate that and i see you like i hear your your episodes and just really being so brave and like following your dreams and goals and it's inspiring and I love to be around folks that are like really challenging themselves to do good in the world, but also just like light themselves up.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's it's not always easy, but um, I just try my best. I try my best. How are you feeling today?
2: I woke up with some pain. I deal with a lot of like chronic pain. So this morning I was like, so stiff. I had to do some yoga, which was really helpful. Um, But I feel okay. Yeah. I feel tired. I've been exhausted lately. So, But what kind of motivated me is like, all right, I'm going to hang out with Mike. We're going to talk, shoot the shit, and right. inspire each <laughs> other. I was really hoping to inspire myself in this conversation. So yeah. I, I felt really, really excited to be here. So. That's what's up.
0: I'm glad yeah. to have you here. And um I know you mentioned your podcast and I wanna say congratulations Thank for starting you. your podcast because uh like that's the that's the hardest part is just to start it. Yep. And it was just I don't know what I was expecting, but it was just so dope, like hearing your voice, hearing <laughs> the music, like it really felt like you and it, it just it always makes me feel peaceful to listen to it so congratulations um what is the name of your podcast
2: it's sagrada casa so on ig it's s-a-g-r-a-d-o dot c-a-s-a sagrada casa and then yeah i'm streaming on spotify anchor and apple that's what's up but thank you for saying that of course because that's how i feel about yours like (laughs) i listen and i feel like ah his voice is like so smooth and relaxing and I think that's kind of the vibe I wanted to do too of like I'm just talking out yeah. into the universe and like and it's very therapeutic so I get why you do it yeah. <laughs> and you continue to do it because yeah. it's such a like great outlet and and it's cool to like create community around your thoughts and where you're how I'm feeling or just certain themes and topics that's like on my heart and mind. So yeah, yeah.
0: What What inspired you to start? Like when you, uh, like what made you want to start a podcast?
2: I definitely needed to do something creative. Yeah. I feel I've always been a creative person. I'm the type who will start different hobbies. So this was just like, I need something where I could use my my voice though. Yeah. Like I'll do ceramics or I'll do jewelry making. So, I'll, you know, there's so many things that I'm like, I'll, I'll step into it, but I needed to do something where I share what I'm thinking. Cause I hold so much in, I'm such a, like, as a therapist, I create so much space for other people. Yeah, And that's my job, like to be there for others. Um, and you take a back burner in, in that role so here i'm like outside of just therapy and like friends like let me really share something that's been on my heart that could maybe reach other people or not but just to kind of say it say the things without like like someone talking to you back to right you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't want to hear your opinion or right. your advice i just want to say the things that's on my head
0: yeah um, I'm curious to know, because this is something that I have a challenge with, is mm-hmm. how do you not take on other people's stuff? Because I, as a therapist, I know you hear a yeah. lot, and that's your job. And it's not my job, but in my personal life, I think I make people feel so, so safe mm-hmm. that yeah. Yeah. they unload a lot on me. And um, mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm getting better at not taking it on because for for a while it made me just want to just not even want to be around people and just want to like just be in my own space and be safe but i'm trying to find balance in being connected to the world and also staying connected to myself but how do you balance that
2: i mean i do i am intentional about creating space for myself i realize i need a I'm an introvert extrovert. Like mm-hmm. I like to talk to people. I mm-hmm. do get energy from like from this or from like being among a lot of energy. Yeah. But then I know I have to go back home and re-energize myself with myself. You know what? I think it's a constant practice still. I don't think I got this thing down because every day I have different energy I could give. Um. It's I mean, I would say it's gotten better since I started in this field. Like. 10 years now um I think in the beginning I'd have a really hard time I would take it on so energetically I burnt myself out I'd like turn over a lot of like just different jobs I'd just go to different work just to kind of like start new and fresh um it was hard to feel settled in it and I would start doing a lot of things like yoga was a big big practice that i started for myself to just come back to my body because i just realized like i hold so much in my body like i could walk around and feel like i'm good and chill but my body is achy as fuck and that's what it that's where i'm holding all of the things so i I knew that the practice i had to do to like let go was through my body um and in community i love being in spaces with people who are doing the same and are feeling the same way So I started going to like this yoga studio in East L.A. called People's Yoga. Have you been to it? No, I haven't. It's amazing. It was like two uh, women of color who started it. And I think that's what really like opened my eyes. I'm like, oh, yoga could be for me, too. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I was able to see myself in it. And also just to see people like step out of the grind and like create space for others and create a job and a business out of that. That was amazing to see. Um, But. It's it's still hard I think right now how I create that energetic protection for myself is meditation every single day um having really trusting people that I could unload in the way that they're able to take that and checking in with people like can I can I vent to you right like just yeah. checking in with others um but I still struggle I don't think it's something that I perfected, and I don't know if I ever will.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way. And it's funny, like, just in talking to you right now, I'm recognizing how much we connect and why we connect, because I'm very much so an introvert. I always say I'm an introvert with extrovert tendencies, mm-hmm. Um because I do enjoy to be around people. I do enjoy community. Yeah. And, you know, the first thing I thought about when you mentioned community was, the skate community oh, yeah. that you started, and um, well,
2: with the mandan and Danielle,
0: yes, <laughs> <laughs> Shout that was so them dope.
2: <laughs> it was, wasn't it? I yeah. really that was amazing because that was a way to get into our bodies, but it was fun, mm-hmm. and it was with like friends, family. Yeah,
0: what was it like for you having to step away from that community?
2: The skating community, yeah. <sighs> it was hard. Yeah, well the reason why i had to just for myself cuz i f- like i had a really bad injury rollerblading yeah where i fractured my spine Damn. and yeah it's scary to think that wow like i fractured my sp- i broke my back like i literally literally broke my back Damn. and that scared me i mean i literally couldn't get out of bed for a week i i had to slowly learn how to just Bring in movement that felt good. I had to rest so much more than I ever had in my life, and that was hard because I. That's where I realized I'm such a busybody. Yeah, like I wanna be always busy and doing stuff, and here I had no choice but to just sit with myself and my thoughts. And ooh, that was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm holding so much, and it was just hard to rest in the beginning. I, I had such a challenge with it. Um, and also just dealing with pain. I've never had to manage pain this this much. Yeah. And I was so hard on myself. I really wanted to heal so fast, faster than I physically could. And also asking for help was yeah. really hard. <laughs> like the idea that I had to rely on my parents again for certain things was hard because I'm like, I'm an independent person. I don't need anyone. And no, that's a lie. You need people. <laughs> And yeah. Especially when you're injured and you need them to help you out with stuff, so that was that was that was heartbreaking because it was such a great outlet mm-hmm. that was fun, and um, yeah, we created a community around that. So I think it was really like, it was a bummer. Yeah. And I think I scared other people too. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna stop before I fall and injure myself too." And I'm like, "And we're th- most of us were like in our 30s, like, yeah, yeah. Now recovery is different.
0: Yeah, it is. I was just telling somebody that like, as soon as you hit that 35 threshold, it's like, mm, yeah, it's hard it's to recover. Back. Yeah, I, I feel like I injured my ankle last year, and it, and it has not been the same since. Ooh, what yeah." Happened to you? Playing basketball. Playing basketball rolled it. And when I was younger that ankle injury take a week back or back. two. Yeah. Now it's been it's some months. months. <laughs> it's been some months. And uh yeah, like I'm um, I'm really accepting though. And what I realize mm-hmm. is that a lot of people don't accept aging. Oh. And
2: uh yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> no, I'm not supposed to age. Everybody else will. Not me, right.
0: though. <laughs> right. And and I think it's funny. L.A. is a place that mm. I feel like you don't have to get older. Mm. You know, I talk to a lot of friends from like back home and other yeah. places. People start families. People are buying houses. People are like really getting settled right. into their lives. But here it's different. It's different. It
2: is. We are a different breed, I guess. Yeah. Also, we can't afford all those things here. (laughs) I'm like, buying a home here, you have to have double income and some really high double income. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you see yourself staying in LA? Uh, That's a good question because I've only lived here all my life. I've never lived outside. I mean, I moved around in LA, but I would love to experience it. I think LA will always be my home. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's home, but, but I don't know where else in the U.S. I would move to. Yeah. Where, like, considering weather, considering I live by the beach. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> but I, I do like to experience all the seasons and I like, I do like the Northwest. Yeah. Like Seattle, Oregon, Washington. I like the green, but rainy day all the time i don't know if i could really really handle that
0: i don't think i could um i used to get really depressed in the rain yeah Uh, and uh i've gotten better about it yeah like it doesn't really bother me as much but i don't know what that would be like to experience it every day
2: right like year round like that's a whole different thing yeah i know i don't know i could do it but I like the idea. Like, I want to be like a little witch in the woods. Like, <laughs> that's how I want to live. Like, have my potions and, like, herbs. And people come to me for, like, support. And I'm like, here you go. Let yeah. me share some knowledge <laughs> and wisdom. Take this tincture and go on your merry way. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. Um, I kind of wanted to backtrack because this just popped in my head. But do you remember... Um, what you had wrote down and burned when we were in Mexico? Or do you remember any of the things that you wrote down?
2: I don't. Do I? Do you? Did you take a picture of it before you burned it? Or? I feel
0: like I did take a picture of it, but I, I think damn, one of the things have. that stood clearest to me was uh, like being confident, mm-hmm. and I see so much work because that was what two years ago.
2: Yeah, that was like. July 2021 yeah yeah June July yeah
0: yeah and I and I feel the progression of my life from that point um I'm curious to know how have you grown from two years ago
2: Mm. I would say grown professionally for sure like I stepped into like a manager leadership role at work in January 2022. So that was huge. I think that was a really big stretch for me to like step into leading. Yeah. um, Which is the shakeup. It was a change I needed in this job to kind of keep me motivated and going. It's like, all right, let's take on some a different task and a uh, different role at work. And but I would say more personally, I I for me was just really having a much healthier perspective on what is my capacity yeah because i i was already injured when i went to went on the trip so i had to manage a lot of pain already yeah so i had to be really honest of like how much capacity do i have and how can i express my boundaries when i don't have it and be okay with it Mm -hmm. because before then i'd be down for everything anything anybody expected of me or wanted from me i'd be like sure I have time I'll do it yeah here's like wait no do I have energy for this can I really do this and now I'm like nah and be okay with that and so boundaries yeah was huge yeah I would say that and being open to love yeah I think I wasn't in a relationship but I was I was trying to open up for that I don't know if that's what I wrote but I wanted to be open for a new relationship. That yeah. was much more, you know, we were much more aligned and attuned and yeah.
0: Man, <laughs> I I feel that um, because I've been having to redefine what love means to me. Mm, um, yeah. I feel like I feel like I, our families are our first teachers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and um, right. I can definitely say my family taught me and showed me love, like unconditionally, like r- regardless of how it may have felt in those experiences of like,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, even like those painful moments. Yeah, like they love to the best of their abilities. Right, and you know, just in my own journey of getting my own tools and growing in my own ways and even like being more specific to like romantic but also recognizing like love is the same across the board Mm. and um like really pouring into like people's growth Mm. and my own growth is really what love feels like right now
2: pouring into someone else's growth Yeah. yeah right that's what i think about spiritually isn't that the spiritual side of being with in partnership is like you're trying to elevate each other in a spiritual way like helping each other like you know fulfill your goals or conquer some fears like kind of like yeah be a partner in this journey
0: yeah and life (laughs) i never experienced it that way before i think i'm i'm starting to experience it now but I didn't experience it that way before because it always felt like a game of like, mm-hmm. you know, who's winning, who's losing, and right. to who's be on, upping, one up. Yeah. And being on a journey of like, I want to see you win. I also want to win. And mm-hmm. like communication and boundaries.
2: Right. That you could have boundaries with your partner, and that's not going to rupture anything. <laughs> Right? I thought that was a big game changer for me too. Yeah. It's like, oh I could say what I don't like and what it's not feeling good and it's not gonna create this problem or argument or Yeah. And it'll be respected and honored. Yeah. That's possible. What? <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It, it is. is possible. It
0: is. And um I Man when i when i think about that it's scary to be so vulnerable
2: oh it requires extreme amount of vulnerability yeah yeah um
0: how do you how do you allow yourself to be vulnerable in that way or cuz i'm i mean it mm. may come natural now, now that mm. you've been maybe doing it for a while but initially how how was it for you being vulnerable in that way
2: in a relationship yeah it's it was hard, but I think my past experiences in relationships, they've all like prepared me to be more vulnerable at each one. There's like unlocked li- different levels of vulnerability. And I would say in my current relationship now, it's been the most I've ever been vulnerable. And that's because he's also coming in vulnerable mm. from the beginning. So that was helpful to be like, "Oh, you're you're really in this too." Right. Because I've realized I'll, I'm someone who just who doesn't necessarily lead in a relationship. So if someone's showing me vulnerability, I'm going to match it. Mm-hmm. If someone's showing me shitty, I'm going to match shitty, mm-hmm. you know. So that's not good. But unless you have someone who's coming in in a very open, healthy, vulnerable way where like I'm going to share all my stuff with you. It's almost a very like take it or leave it. But yeah. Here it is. And in that kind of modeled for me or showed me like all right i could do this too you know yeah and it's a very different thing being vulnerable because that's my job yeah <laughs> that's very different yeah. like i could create space for people to be vulnerable but mm-hmm. for me that's oh, still struggle because and i realize when i'm trying to be vulnerable it still comes with a lot of like achiness and doing it like yeah i'll still cry when i'm like gonna say something yeah that's like coming really deep yeah deep deep and i'm like shit i wanted to say this with a straight face and it's not happening yeah but just like acknowledging like it's gonna be messy when you're vulnerable too <sighs> it is
0: <laughs> and you know that's beautiful to hear that that your partner is vulnerable because yeah in my experiences i have met a whole lot of men that yeah are vulnerable it usually requires me to lead to that. yeah, and even with that sometimes there's still a lot of like pushback on it
2: mm. how's it how's it been now? Are you in a relationship now uh or open to one i i am I am
0: getting to know somebody right now nice um, and it has been nice because we both have came in vulnerable. Mm. Um and I think it's beautiful. Really basing the the foundation of friendship. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever really truly been friends with the with a partner. It's kind of just been like just jump in
2: trying to get to know
0: somebody in this romantic way without really getting to know who this person is. You know? And I think having that base of friendship is like I know how I treat my friends. Mm -hmm. I know my friends treat me. Like there's a there's a special connection in friendship mm-hmm. that's different from like anything because you choose these people to be in your life, mm-hmm. you know? So when you look at that romantic partner in that way, for me, it's, it's been a different experience.
2: That's lovely though. I think friendship is, has to be the basis of that. Yeah. Like, do I enjoy hanging out with you? Just do doing like the mundane, boring stuff. Like
0: like, just being able to share space.
2: Share the space. Like, you're doing something <laughs> over there. I'm doing something here. And we're like, it's, yeah. And I love the energy that we create together.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I think for myself, if I'm being honest, I don't know if I've always been that self-aware in dating and relationships. Like, yeah. I used to get really caught up in fun. Mm. So like, I'm going out with this person. We're drinking. We're uh, having a good time. Yeah, yeah,
2: It's all based on fun. And, and then like,
0: when I'm burnt out on fun... I'm disconnected
2: <laughs> mm, yeah, and, it, yeah. and, it,
0: and it's me like a lot of times when I look back it's like because I feel like I outgrow a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um and people to be specific and I think it's because I'm not being self-aware of really connecting with this person I'm connecting to the experience and right. not really taking the time to connect to this person
2: or the idea of this person. Exactly. Right? Not really who they are, but yeah. you're just like, oh, what's the idea of us together? Mm-hmm. Or the idea of just being in partnership. Mm-hmm. And that's so different from actually being in partnership yeah. yeah. instead of the role. And that's something I had to deal with, too. Like, I would step into, like, what's my role as the girlfriend?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And not to take into account, like, what do I really want to do here? Yeah, right. Maybe I don't want to do shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: and and having a partner that is okay with you showing up, however mm. you show up, right? Um,
1: yeah, I
0: think that is why I am enjoying dating right now because I feel so seen to be my full self. Like I love you. I'm able to. I don't feel like talking that much today. I'm kind of just. in myself right now and
2: that doesn't mean anything exactly
0: and for that person to recognize like okay you just like they'll check in but also say okay that's where you at today and i'm I'm gonna give you the space to be there and not not stress it out and i love that because i i can very much so be a person like what can i do what did i do what's this what's that and Mm -hmm. like interacting with somebody that doesn't make me feel like i have to do that feels so like
2: it's just like a relief oh what a sense of relief (laughs) like i could feel it energetically it was like (laughs) yeah in your shoulders too like uh i don't have to perform yeah for anybody especially in this intimate relationship and in the getting to know each other stage still right and it's it's honestly
0: it everything feels like yoga to me. You know, how when you go to yoga and it's like mm-hmm. what you learn on the mat, you take out into the world yes. and, and I'm really treating my life like yoga. And it's like, yeah. okay, what I'm learning in this relationship, I can carry into my friendships, into my family, into all these other connections. And, mm-hmm. you know, also recognizing like, it also comes down to how I'm treating myself right now. Mm-hmm. I think yep. in the past, you know, consciously or subconsciously, I kind of need a validation from you know partners or whatever like you know I've, I've had people pouring into me my entire life but because I was late on the dating late on mm-hmm. you know just romantic relationships I mm-hmm. didn't really know my value in those spaces and to take a break because I think for my last relationship I just I needed a break yeah <laughs> like a break from dating a break from everything just to really connect to myself and finding that connection and meeting somebody that values me in the way that I feel value for myself. Like feeling like, Oh, this person values me in a way that I value myself. Yeah. Like that makes sense. And then you start looking at these other relationships and it's like, I don't really feel valued here. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk about that pouring into your partner, mm-hmm. like every relationship should pour into you. Cause I think you, like myself, we pour into everything that we're part of, you know? So you should be receiving that right back.
2: Yeah. And I think that's the hard part Yeah, because because for a long time we haven't received that back. So we've taken that as, like, normalizing that. Like, well, I'm just always the giver here. But, oh, it's such a beautiful thing when you meet someone who's just the same in their language of, like, giving Mm -hmm. love and talking about it. I was going to also mention like also the pressure. and maybe as like more as a woman, the pressure of like having babies and yeah. marriage and all that whole package. It's such a big thing to also try to release and not mm-hmm. bring that into the just the getting to know each other dating stage because it's so in the air. And I know that we're in a place where we're like, no, we have so many different ways of living, in lifestyles, and you know we definitely don't have to have babies if we don't want to. Right. Um, but it's still a pretty heavy stream to go against because it's so in the air. I I don't know how do you land with that, but I know it's for me, especially it, Latina woman.
0: Pff,
2: yeah, pressure is real, <laughs> <laughs> especially now. I'm thirty five they're all looking at me. I went to like a friend, uh, my, my cousin's like gender reveal party, which was, I already had feelings about that. I'm like, but the way they look at me, like I wasn't even the pregnant one. And I look, I felt like I stood out more than everybody else (laughs) because I was the one not married and kids and not really. That's what I want to do.
1: Yeah. You know, it's James Woods, AKA that yoga dude with feel free to feel free, take a deep inhale, and a long, slow exhale, giving yourselves tools that you need to face any challenge, deep, relaxing, powerful breaths. Helping you to bring yourself into the present, the here, the now, the peace, the calm, the joy, the wholeness, the readiness for any challenge, with each and every breath. The mind needs to be calm and relaxed so it doesn't construct and make up things that make the challenge even worse. You got it. You can do it. No need to bring fear into the situation. Just bring more breath. Let's take a deep inhale. And relax the shoulders and the heart. Inhale. Soften your face, relax your hands, and get ready to face any and every challenge with your light, your strength, your focus, knowledge, and wisdom. And as always, feel free to feel free. And namaste.
0: Peace. I think for me, I don't really feel pressure. And I'll be honest, I feel really open. I feel like I I know in my life I have like stuff that I would want. Like, yeah, I would love to be married and have kids and stuff. But also, like I'm open to whatever life has to offer. And I would never want to put so much pressure on myself or somebody else. To feel like that is a requirement to happen, like I yeah. said, I would I would love for it to happen. I don't have a timeline yeah. right now because I I feel like there's still some things that I want to do for myself, and I hope that yeah. there are some things that my partner would still want to do for themselves. Because uh, yeah, I've been in situations where people have told me like, oh, I want to be married by forty, I want to do this mm. by this age, and okay. that feels like pressure. Yeah, but I've also had conversations where it's like, hey. I want this, but I don't need it right now. Yeah. Like we're still, we're still connecting to each other. Right. And for that, that for me is like inspiration. Like,
2: okay, we all, yeah. we, we
0: align with what we want. So we can, we can have these conversations without it feeling like you're, you're trying to follow some heteronormative. Trajectory. Exactly.
2: The idea, the idea of putting a date to that is so wild. Yeah. Because that's taking away from like, the actual relationship like what if at 40 you guys aren't even on the same page like why would it yeah like why would you put an age to it right um (laughs) it's it's wild the things that we you know
0: and and i think it comes a lot from like these media projections of how things like people rather fall in love with the idea of how things are supposed to be as opposed to really looking at how they are it's like you're focused right. on your 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 goals and your professional focus on mine why are we faking like this is what we want today right you know
2: yeah and being really honest with yourself cause yeah you could lie to yourself too of what you think you want when really the reality is so different yeah so different and
0: i think that's why communication and checking in is so important like just knowing it's where you at like it may be different tomorrow mm-hmm. you know it it could all change in an instance, but just really being able to express yourself and also
2: mm-hmm.
0: not, not leaving. Like I have a, 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 great imagination. My mind could come up with a million things. <laughs> so rather than living in that, it's like,
2: mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Right. You know, let's bring it down. Like it's a grounding. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, we could be on, I'm up here.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: <laughs> like my partner and I do like a chakra test, like oh, a wow. check-in like, when we're in bed, and I love it. Like, we'll like touch each other's like chakras. Um, and it's funny how we could be attuned with what's open and what's not. And f- for him, his gr- he's always grounded, so like, his like the sacral, the root chakra is much more grounded, mm-hmm. but him up here, like the crown and the third eye, it's so closed. And it's always the opposite. I'm not grounded myself, yeah. But when he's c- touching my third eye and crown and my connection to the universe, it's like wide open. So it's pretty wild sometimes.
0: So can you explain that more for myself and the listeners? Because I'm I'm curious to know more about how do you check in, like with you and your partner. Like what are you supposed to feel for? Like I would mm-hmm. I would love to hear more about the process.
2: Yeah, I mean I think it's gonna be different for everybody. For but how I do it. And how we've done it is just, so we literally like are laying in bed, right? And what we'll do is like, well, I'll put my hand over each chakra, right? So it's like the crown, the top of the head, mm-hmm. third eye between the eyebrows and then the throat chakra, which is in your throat and the heart where the heart is. And then the solar plexus where it's like, you know, your belly and then the sacral, which is like right under your belly. And then the root, which is like your bottom, like mm-hmm um and of course they all have different uh characteristics of like different elements of your life right like spirituality is definitely the one crown right your connection Mm -hmm. to the universe something bigger than yourself the third eye right is like seeing beyond what's the reality right and i think we're all very spiritual creative people Mm -hmm. so the things that are hard to explain right that we could see beyond something or our imagination like we could imagine something that's not here yet right Mm -hmm. that that takes some some visualization Mm -hmm. right and that's pretty magical when you think about um but your throat then representing your communication right how can you express boundaries how could you express what you're thinking and feeling um, and having power in that and then uh your heart right feeling open to love or just um relationships just this is also where we may hold resentment and sorrow and grief right um and then your solar plexus was your belly um that's your other brain that's like your gut right so it's it's your other area of like confidence and power mm. right like a lot of power and decision making can come from your gut yeah right and then your sacral which is your creativity um this is where a lot of us um understand ourselves in what we want to do in the world and then our root is like our foundation to this earth or our foundations our ancestors or our our lineage right um so how we do it right we're touching each of these areas with our hands and what i do is like i'll close our eyes and just really be open to anything that comes up like like if there's a sound if there's a specific image that comes to mind or a word or nothing Right. And then I think it's very subjective. We like, we start to interpret what that means. And I'll, I'll ask him like after I do it, I'm like, oh, I felt this when I touched your heart. How did you feel when I touched your heart? And we'll mm. kind of share with each other. And we're often like on the same page. Like, he'll touch my, what did I was touching his heart? And the, what I envisioned in my head was like going through a lot of different, rooms and a lot of obstacles and when i talked to him about it like this is what came up for me he's like definitely and he's like um and it was very represented representative of like how his house looks like Mm -hmm. because right now like he's going through some depression so he's like his house is like not really clean and stuff and usually those are the things that we let go of when we're like in it right But that felt like it was so symbolic of how he feels inside, right? So, yeah, it's a really great practice, I think, of like creating intimacy, but really checking in with each other. It
0: almost got me emotional, like just hearing (laughs) it. It is beautiful.
2: I think it's gotten us really close to really go deep that way.
0: Yeah. You That's should, beautiful. You should try it. I am gonna try it out. <laughs> y'all should try it out also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the difference between love and care?
2: Love and care. Mm. I think care is part of love. I think it's Love feels very, like, overarching, compassing of a lot. I think it's hard to define love in itself, but I think care is, like, a, a partial definition of love, right? Like, yeah. like I think of, like, communities of care, right? Like, we are here to support each other, to lean on each other, to, you know, in a sense, be of service to each other, Um yeah, and I think of care as something really soft. I think that's what came to mind. And love is just really big, bold, and red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but care is like a way to show love, I would say. Yeah. What do you think? Um, is there a difference? I don't know, I think
0: I think about that a lot i've I've been reading the book all about love bell hooks yeah oh that's and a
2: that's a heavy good one. It's
0: been making me explore it because I think there are people that I care deeply about, yes, and then I think there are people that by her definition that I really love mm-hmm. that I thought that i that i there are people that I thought I love that I actually just really care about
2: mm, okay
0: because uh she defined love as like kind of like what we talked about earlier, being invested in somebody's spiritual growth Mm. or your own spiritual growth. And there are people that I don't take the time to invest in them spiritually and I allow them to, I give them the space to be themselves without pouring into them to be better. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense?
2: A little bit, yeah.
0: And I, 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 take that as I, I love them for who they are, but maybe I just really care about them. Mm, you okay. Know? But I so how know. would
2: you know if you love someone?
0: Um. I think sometimes for me, loving somebody can sometimes be me stepping away,
2: mm, yeah. you know, and yeah. really
0: giving them the space to grow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that could be part of
0: Yeah. Like I, I, I don't think... In love, I have to always be directly connected to them all the time.
2: Yeah, I think that's a beautiful part of boundaries, right? That you yeah. could have this, this, you know, if it's a separation, but still it's out of love. Mm-hmm. I think that's how some of my relationships ended. It's like I'm going to love you, but I'm going to love you from afar because in real life or in real terms, like it's, you know, there's much we need more than love, too, in relationships for them yeah. to work. And sometimes if it's just love, like, that might not be enough for the relationship. So, I mm-hmm. mean, you need to step away, but there's still love because I wish the best for you.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that that feels like the, the real love, you know, like, mm-hmm. almost to almost stay in a situation like that. And not even just on the romantic end, but, like, something that's not servicing me, but... I'm here because of comfort or something like that. Mm, you yeah. know, that doesn't make me or this person bad, but mm. it may not actually be love. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. How about when you're in it with someone and love?
0: When I'm, when I'm in it with somebody, I feel like, uh, really creating space for them mm-hmm. and pouring in, into their well being, Like, in, in all of their well-being but really creating space for them to to show up mm-hmm. however they do mm-hmm. you know um because i i think i've definitely been a person in the past that would see people's potential and try to pour into that oh yeah and i think we all done that <laughs> yeah and and i don't Doesn't do that work. no more because that mm-hmm that doesn't feel healthy for me or for the other person. So right. a lot of times I, I, I share what I feel, but I don't have any expectations of somebody to do or be more than what they are. You know?
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a healthy part of like yeah. letting go of the expectations and first realize that you have them. Yeah. Right. Like, Oh, I actually desire all these things for you, but if they're not ready to do that for themselves, then, we're going to burn out in relationships. And, and you have to
0: and you have to really be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And that goes yeah. back to the stepping away like yeah.
2: It's, I
0: don't, is it going to work for me? Yeah, like I don't I don't like watching people just crash and burn. So sometimes for me, I not even looking away is just like I got to I just got to focus here. I got to look in the mirror cuz mm-hmm. something of, like I think in every connection we have, something about that connection reminds us of our, of ourselves. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. we we definitely like when you see somebody doing something and you get mad about that shit. It's usually because there's something in you that is tied to that, whether it be from your past, your present or whatever and yeah. I and I'm learning that and rather than you know just cutting people off or you know I I have to go fix what's in me that's that's triggering this in me right so I can return back to this in a healthy way.
2: Right, that it's more about us mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. and how we could just project. Yeah. Like if I could f- <laughs> fix whatever you're dealing with, I don't do, do, I have to face my stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of like, yeah, it's a way to neglect yourself. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, I've, I've done a lot of that. It's neglecting myself in relationships just because this role I want to take on or just like, the savior complex too mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like I was like why the fuck am I trying to save anybody and then it's like but when you really think about it you're going back to like your own relationship with your family yeah and it's and the ways that we're trying to just seek what we didn't get right and mm-hmm. and get those needs met and that's what attention care unconditional love Mm -hmm. right just feeling seen it's all of those things so (sighs) to being seen
0: yes to being seen (laughs) (laughs) so i wanted to transition to a little lighter portion of the podcast Mm -hmm. um this is called five questions of freedom Cool. So I'm gonna ask you five. I've heard questions. these in other <laughs> episodes.
2: I forgot you do this. <laughs> All right. Ready.
0: And you can answer them any way you like. Okay. Um It's sponsored by Feel Free to Feel Free. Um mm. The first question is tattoos mm-hmm. or piercings?
2: Oh, tattoos. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um yoga or skating?
2: Yoga. Okay. Yoga for yeah. Yoga, because it's safe. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> I'm that's going fair. with safety.
0: If you could have anybody on your podcast, who would it be?
2: Anybody?
0: Anybody, dead or alive?
2: Oh, wow! That's gonna take a minute. <laughs> dead or
0: alive?
2: Actually, you know what? My grandma, my dad's mom. I realized she's a she was someone who really lived in her own truth. Yeah, and was just a go getter, and she would travel on her own, and yeah, she was just a badass. And I didn't get to know her as much as I would have liked while she was living yeah so I would have I would want to have a lot more a lot of questions just to get to know her and try to understand me a little better in having those conversations just because sometimes I feel like I'm an oddball in my family yeah of like I do things on my own I you know like what we talked about earlier like I don't necessarily want to get married right now or have kids maybe at all and just like, where does this come from? Like, I know I'm not the only person in my lineage yeah. that's had, mm-hmm. you know, that is, you know, not living or conforming to how we're been trained to, especially as women. So mm-hmm. I think my grandma could be a start to just really know that more about myself to her.
0: That's real. And it's funny because I think my mom's mom would probably be my guess if I could talk to anybody um just because we were really close mm. and i think we were close in the relationship of a grandson and a grandmother but i would love to just know more about who she was as a person because i think i realized when she passed just how similar we were like mm. she was very yeah. much so a loner yeah but people love to be around her yeah and she was deep like, we, we definitely had, like, deep conversations, um, mm-hmm. and I just would love to, like, really show her myself in my fullness as an adult and really get to know who she was in her fullness because she was single my entire life, never saw mm-hmm. her with a partner, mm-hmm. and my grandmother who's still living, my dad's mom, she's been married my entire life. And I mm-hmm. almost want to see, like, see them have a conversation of, like, what those two different experiences were like to be partnered for life and then to not be partnered for
2: right. a good
0: majority of your life.
2: Right. And I love that you had the experience, though, to have those, like, moments to get to know her. Cause yeah. I never had the experience of being close to a grandparent. And I feel like I was a little robbed by that in my life. That's real. That's and I feel real. like that's a very sacred, special relationship. To yeah. have that is not your parent, but it's an elder that yeah. could ideally bestow some wisdom and share what they've learned. And I just yeah. never really had that. So that's beautiful.
0: I appreciate that. I do. Um, My fourth question mm-hmm. is, what is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self?
2: Mm. I would tell her that it's okay to be who you are. Like you definitely, I I was someone who wanted to fit in so bad as a kid and would just like befriend people who didn't really have necessarily best intentions and it wasn't like reciprocal friendships. But it was all to survive in, in school and feel somewhat accepted in some kind of group and so i wish i could have been okay with being a loner then yeah and not have to put myself in circles that were not really good for me um so yeah i wish i was a happy loner as a kid
0: (laughs) that's real that's real and what is one reminder that you want to give to your future self
2: it's mm. a good one the, the first thing that came to mind was of like what would my future self tell me now for some reason mm. and I want to say my future self wants to tell me to like be patient <laughs> mm. but what would I say to my future self I'd say thank you I wouldn't say it there's an advice I'd say like thank you yeah for sticking it out and whatever you wanted to do you stuck it out and didn't give up or or you just held on to your dreams or your ideas of how you wanted to live your life and you did it
0: that's beautiful that's beautiful (laughs) angie where can the people find you
2: well, I guess I'd shout out my my podcast, but really, so this yeah yeah everything yeah give it to give them everything. But I'll focus on Sagrada Casa just because that's definitely something I want to grow, um, and and it's a podcast now, but it started off as just my love for like interior decorating and home decor, and it being such a beautiful escape from like the real world and um and i do believe that the way we are intentional and in, like creating our spaces really affects our internal world and vice versa like i know when i'm not having a good day where it's reflected on my environment it's reflected mm-hmm. in my house and um so it's such a relationship we have with our with our homes so i love the idea of uh of that especially in the mental health world. Um, but yeah, it turned into a podcast about everything. <laughs> it's yeah. not even just that. And I love one friend who told me, she was like, it's like your podcast is like a house and you're talking about different rooms of your house, but it's like different elements of you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a cool way to think about it. I like that. But yes, people can find me on IG, sagrada.casa. Or the podcast, which is Sagrada Casa. And yeah, that's it, I think.
0: <laughs> that was I appreciate you so much for coming on the show. I, appreciate like, I, I feel you. like this was overdue. And I know, right? man, like, I look forward to listening back to this conversation because I feel like we got really deep. And um I also look forward to trying out your practice as well.
2: Oh, which practice?
0: Um, with the chakras. because oh, yeah. that yeah, that really touched me. Like I, that. I felt it, so I'm looking forward to that.
2: I love that, and yeah, let me know, or maybe I will, tell the people I for how sure was that. Will, I,
0: you know what? <laughs> I might do that. I'm, I might share what that experience is like.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, thank you for being on the show.
2: Well, thank you for inviting me. Of I course. do feel like it was overdue, but I think also timing is
0: everything happens always in perfect timing, yes. right?
2: So. You know, I think, yeah, I was just supposed to be here right now. Yeah. So. Yes. Appreciate you, Mike.
0: Of course. I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Peace.